0: Digging into another Bent News update, I'm Ray Koob.
1: I'm Marcus Goldman.
0: And when you need to know, Marcus... Yes, yes. And thanks for finding us here on the podcast. It's just lunch, Marcus, or was it?
1: I think it was a little bit more than lunch. It was steaks, and it was guys hanging out, talking.
0: As it turns out, people spotted Dave Grohl and Omar Hakim together in Toronto and then realized they were having lunch with Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson. So naturally, people are like, hey, what's up? And what was up, it turns out, was the four of them working towards getting those guys on stage together at the Taylor Hawkins Tribute in London at Wembley last week.
1: I did not get to watch the whole thing. I've watched clips and segments here and there and I've cried every single time I've watched a segment.
0: Well let's talk about the appearance of Alex and Ged together and they played a few tunes including Twenty One Twelve to the delight of everyone who loved them there at Wembley.
1: People had to have lost their minds completely when they went into twenty-one twelve. Holy smokes. (laughs)
0: And of course, Dave and the Foos were there. Taylor was their guy. Like you, Marcus, I've seen clips, but not the whole performance yet. But nothing moved me to my very core as a rocker and as a dad to see Shane Hawkins, age 16, behind the kit, kicking its ass like dad with the Foo Fighters. I can't even explain the emotional wave that hit me as I watched that. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, one more drummer that's going to come up and play with us tonight. And uh, let me tell you, I don't think I've ever seen anyone hit the drums as hard as this person. But beyond that, he's a member of our family. And uh, he needs to be here tonight with all of us. And uh, I think it makes sense that he's going to come up and play with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, would you
1: please welcome Mr. Shane Hawkins on the drums. That same emotional wave hit you and everybody else at the same time. And that kid was in the zone when he was playing. It was so beautiful to watch.
0: Just want to put it out there, buddy. Dave sitting in with the Rush guys, and Shane sitting in with the Foos. Shane starts this song. Are Dave and Shane on drums separately, the solutions to the drum needs of both of these bands?
1: That's a big question for <laughs> the Bent News, man. <laughs> Woo! It's a good question to ask, and a legit question to ask.
0: Yeah, it's because I've been hitting the Pineapple Express this morning, Marcus.
1: <laughs> Coming through. Some of the other clips that I saw that were really fantastic, like Wolfie playing some guitar, doing some Van Halen licks. And man, yes. that kid can play. He is so talented.
0: Anyone who's been calling for some Van Halen tribute just got it there, and he did it in a way that made sense to him and felt good because he was also tight with Taylor. Sending up some love from Wembley. Things got kind of raucous at one point. Brian May, Roger Taylor, and half the known world on stage at Wembley playing all kinds of stuff and contributing different parts and all that. You got Chrissy Hine bringing Sir Paul McCartney to the stage. What?
1: I know, and Brian Johnson tearing it up. And one of my favorite moments is Let's Dance with
0: Josh Homey on vocals. Man, he killed it!
1: And the other clip that I want to see that I have not seen is them crooked vultures getting back together on stage, because I had so much fun at that show, and I really, really like that album. So quirky and so cool. The L.A. show is September 27th.
0: You mentioned Brian Johnson at the Taylor Hawkins tribute. He's got a new book.
1: October 25th, you're going to get to read The Lives of Brian. It almost sounds Monty Python-esque, but... <laughs>
0: He's not the Messiah! He's a very naughty boy! Now go!
1: I'm sure yes. it's going to be just as wild as well. It's going to detail his life, his career. Oh, I'm sure he's been a real naughty boy. And it's going to probably talk about that whole incident with his hearing and what he went through and experienced. And we're going to get to learn a little bit more that was never revealed before. So, October 25th, Brian Johnson, The Lives of Brian.
0: I miss the Emmys completely, but apparently get back didn't it got five emmy awards last week in la i
1: didn't even know the emmy's were happening and then this article popped up and i'm like whoa but i have not watched the entire beatles i've watched the first part and it is fantastic i can see why it won emmy's
0: Sir Paul McCartney and not Sir Ringo Starr, along with Peter Jackson, got the Outstanding Documentary or Nonfiction Series Award. Also honored are fellow producers Yoko Ono, Olivia Harrison, Claire Olson, and Jonathan Clyde. Jackson also won for Outstanding Director in a Documentary or Nonfiction Program. And the production won, Huh? you should have seen this coming, for Picture Editing, Sound Editing, and Sound Mixing. Bam! Get back!
1: Like there was going to be any competition for those audio Emmys. No way. Those had to be given to the Beatles.
0: Sad news in the reggae world. Drummy Zeb Gay, the lead vocalist and drummer for Eswad, has died unexpectedly and inexplicably at age 62.
1: So sorry to hear about that.
0: Marcus, I know we both got emails about this. It's about the release of a long-lost film called Iron Fist, all about Motorheads, the special 40th anniversary edition of the movie, set to be released on September 23rd. Pre-orders and exclusive merch bundles are available on the Motorhead website.
1: Ray, there's also a feature that includes an unheard instrumental demo of Ripsaw Teardown. (laughs) still getting treats from lemmy it is now time for an episode update ray what you got well we were talking
0: about kill them all and we were talking about the early days of airplay support i don't know how i could have forgotten it. i guess i didn't realize that they went back that far but the old bridge militia got a lot of fuel from wsou at seton hall in south orange new jersey and they led the metal charge before Metal Shop and other local shows in a lot of cases. Also, uh, from 84 to 98, if you lived in Raleigh and you like to rock a bit, you like to bang your head, WKNC down there, 88.5, was the station. Full-time metal. And these were the stations that were out there, not too many others. There were pockets here and there. But then, beginning in 1986, KNAC signs on as a full-time West Coast representative. Z-Rock gets their first major market affiliate in Chicago as a national network. And by then, the flood of local shows had begun. So we just wanted to get the record straight, mainly about good old Pirate Radio, WSOU. We've got a funny, fun episode for Monday's release here on the podcast, buddy.
1: I cannot wait to share it with everybody. We had a blast recording this. Because it took us back to our early days in music. It is... (laughs) It's fucking goofy. (laughs) It is our five favorites out of our first ten concerts
0: the brain cells that had to be searched out and reactivated for
1: both of us
0: to get this right is difficult, and there's going to be people out there who probably go, no, 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 you forgot one, dude.
1: (laughs) I'll be
0: pleased and probably laugh my ass off, but you know, it's definitely going to be different than the average five favorite episodes here on the podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. And we're curious about your first 10 concerts and maybe your five favorite of your first 10 concerts as well. So start thinking about those before you listen to the episode
0: and a not so subtle reminder don't forget to enter to win the vip treatment and tickets for nick Mason's saucer full of secret store featuring his music with pink floyd details and a link to enter on imbalancedhistory.com and that's gonna do it for this edition of bent news i'm ray coob
1: i'm marcus goldman
0: when you need to know get bent